Hi, I'm Curtis Hill, and you are listening to The Extra Point. Well, thank you for downloading this episode. It is the week of March the 1st, and this episode will be different than any other episodes I've done of The Extra Point, mainly because I didn't preach this past Sunday. We had a guest speaker at Ogletown, and most of the time, I've designed this podcast to really further and expand upon the message on Sunday, but since there was no message, I wanted to take this in a little bit different direction. So I hope it'll be interesting to you. I hope maybe you'll benefit a little bit from it. What I thought I would do on the weeks that I'm not teaching, particularly on Sunday mornings, I thought I might highlight a few favorite things or some things that are of interest to me. So I thought what I would do, I know we are a little bit a ways away from 2019 now, that we are in March, but I wanted to just share with you five books that I'm really glad I read this past year. So in 2019, many of you know, I like to read lots of books and there were lots that I'm glad I read. I wanted to just highlight a few of those. So I'm going to go through a few of those, tell you what I enjoyed about them. I'm going to link to this in show notes. And by the way, I keep track of my reading in a kind of social media platform called Goodreads. And You can friend people and have uh, kind of see what they're reading and show them what you're reading. So if you're interested in that, I'm glad, glad to link up with you there on Goodreads, but it's been very, very helpful for me to keep track of what I read. So let me just highlight, these are five books that I'm really glad I read in 2019. One of those is a book called, Can We Trust the Gospels? It was written by Peter Williams, and the book has a lot to do with apologetics. What I like about it is this. It's not that long, so it's a pretty easy read. And particularly, it focuses attention on the Gospels. And it's so that narrow focus helps, and it begins to describe why just looking and reading the Gospels, you see it's really data-driven in how the references and the cities and the towns and the names all are so so focused on first century Palestine. It gives you confidence. It helps you see that the details are validating to trust the trustworthiness of scripture, trusting what God said. And so that was a short read, but a really, really good read that helped just build confidence. I didn't doubt the gospels, but it gives you understanding of the story that takes place is a true story. And uh, I certainly enjoyed the book. I think you might as well. Another book that I'm glad I read, not so much in the Christian vein or biblical vein, it was called Boomtown. The subtitle is The Fantastical Saga of Oklahoma City, Its Chaotic Founding, Its Apocalyptic Weather, Its Purloined Basketball Team, and the Dream of Becoming a World-Class Metropolis. So the subtitle just even gives you an indication of the fun nature of the book. So many of you know Oklahoma is my home state. Uh, Oklahoma City, I was born close to it, grew up close to it. And so this book talked about the weather, talked about sports, which anything in Oklahoma, like sports is king, especially football, but particularly the Oklahoma City Thunder basketball team, talked about racial dynamics in the state of Oklahoma, talked about even the craziness of starting a state with a land rush and all the quirky things that make Oklahoma, Oklahoma. So uh, I really, really enjoyed the book. I'm not sure if you're from if you're not from Oklahoma, I'm not sure how, how much you would enjoy the book, but I sure did. So uh, it was one of my favorites, and I'm glad I read it. Another book that I read that is in the more biblical vein was a book called Union with Christ, The Way to Know and Enjoy God. This is by Rankin Wilburn, who I believe is a pastor in California. This book, is, it does take a few pages to get through, but it 
is really warm-hearted. So this is Union with Christ is a pretty deep theological subject. But I found this book to have really deep theology, but very personal implications and applications. Uh, Rankin Wilburn is a great writer. I'm reading even another one of his books, and it's really warm-hearted. It takes a little bit. Again, there's some. This is one of those books where I feel like you read a little bit and kind of put it away, and you got to think about what you read rather than just blowing through it in uh, a week or something like that. But the time I invested in reading that book was really time well spent. So I'm glad I read uh, Union with Christ. I'd highly recommend it. Another book I read was called An Army at Dawn, The War in North Africa from 1942 to 1943. This was written by Rick Atkinson. It's a book about World War II. Rick Atkinson has actually written an award-winning trilogy on World War II. I'd never read it. I had heard him on a podcast or two. And uh, World War II is one of my favorites. I enjoy reading probably the most about World War II and Civil War when it comes to history. So this is a thick book and not an easy read. This takes a while. And so it took even a little bit to get into it. But boy, once I started getting into it, this is the story of the American army that really grows and learns how to fight in modern warfare in World War II in North Africa. So I was familiar a little bit more with the U.S. Army in the Pacific Theater and the U.S. Army, especially when it came to D-Day and Normandy going into uh, Belgium and Germany. I, I was familiar with that. I just had not read hardly anything about the war in North Africa. And uh, Eisenhower and Patton and Bradley, I le- they were learning so much. And I was learning about them learning. And this really prepared an army for a European campaign this was also very interesting in just the odd ways that a war turns, the the twists and turns and unanswered questions. Why did he do that? Why did this happen? And sometimes it's just, you can't even explain it, but it's just the way war works. So Rick Atkinson is a really good military history writer. I'm really glad I spent, um, I guess it was probably a, several weeks of my life reading this, maybe 10 pages at a time. And then another book I read actually was a book to prepare for a sermon series that I preached in Revelation in 2019. And it's called The Theology of the Book of Revelation. And it's by Richard Bauckham, who's a New Testament scholar, world-class scholar. Uh, I so enjoyed how he set some of these scenes and made them relevant, helped understand the big picture of Revelation. So actually, the book was not that thick. I think he's got another commentary that's much thicker. But this book of The Theology of Revelation was a real help to me. It made connections with Revelation and the rest of Scripture that after reading that, I felt like I had a much better grasp on a lot of the imagery that is used in Revelation, which is important because almost all of Revelation is imagery. So if you don't have a good grasp of that, you miss out on a lot. So those are five books that I read. I'm very glad I read in 2019. I could share a lot more, but I'll leave it at five. Actually, I won't because I thought like this is the extra point. So I think I'll give you one more, an extra book for the extra point. I'm glad I read in 2019 um, a book called Finding Holy in the Suburbs. Finding Holy, H-O-L-Y, in the Suburbs, Living Faithfully in the Land of Too Much. So this book was written by Ashley Hales, which I was unfamiliar with her as a writer, but she named Idols that come up in suburban life. And I feel like our church, many of the people that come to our church are living in suburban settings. So this was highly relevant. And so the idols that she called out, the false gods that may appeal to us are individualism, consumerism, 
busyness, and safety. And she talked about those idols and how we can guard in a suburban culture, how we can guard against things like individualism by enjoying uh, community and, and really putting ourselves out there, uh, how we can fight against the idol of consumerism by being generous, how we can fight against this idea of busyness with thinking out fully the concept of shalom and rest and how we can fight against just trying to play it safe by being vulnerable. So this was very, very helpful and just some of the ways she exposed how uh, life in suburbia is, I feel like would be beneficial. This was a pretty easy read, not that long of a book. So I could recommend books all day long, but I did think why not take a few minutes here on the extra point to share a little bit what I read in 2019 and some of the books that I found most helpful. So I hope you enjoyed it. I hope this was beneficial to you in some way. And I look forward to joining you next week on The Extra Point. Mm-hmm.